Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy podcast day. I'm saying good morning. You're probably not going to get this till afternoon. Um, but I am here with Stacy Adams. I just want to welcome you to the Citizens Advisory Podcast presented by the Citizens Advisory of Pennsylvania. Um, I'm Jess Stalnick, our Executive Director. Stacey Adams is joining us for a second time. Um, she was our guest on episode 13. Uh, we spoke a little bit about homeschooling and some really cool new options popping up across the state. Today, we are going to talk about a little different subject Um but she's a mom and really she is a parental rights rock star. She is so, she works so diligently, makes all kinds of really informative videos um, just to help parents across the state. And I am so appreciative of what she does. And I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Um, so she's going to share a little story with us uh, regarding some confirmed corruption. <laughs> one of the, and I say confirmed because a lot of times corruption is assumed, but there's no, you know, fact to it, or at least something tangible that we can see. Um, this is going to be an interesting story. And I think it's really important for people to listen because this kind of thing is probably going on in your district too. We need to expose these types of things. And so um, I am going to leave it to Stacy to kind of give us the story about Blackhawk and what was the other one? Um, um, it's Moon Area School District. Moon Area. So these are like mm -hmm. in Beaver County, right? Beaver County, Pennsylvania. So it's like about like a half hour north of Pittsburgh. So okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so we're on the other side that. of the state <laughs> from you yes. guys. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but I thank you for having me again, Jess. Um, I love Citizens Advisory and what you guys are doing. Um, I remember when I met you guys years back, I said, this is the group that is going to get stuff done. Okay. <laughs> I remember telling my husband that after I left meeting you guys, I was very impressed with you. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go over what happened with Blackhawk and uh, Blackhawk School District and Moon Area School District. Um, it was in the news, so you can actually look this up uh, to confirm. Um, but essentially what happened is you had a superintendent from Blackhawk School District and a Moon Area School Board member working in tandem to get their respective children hired at each other's school districts. Mm -hmm. um, there was an ethics uh, commission investigation. Uh, it was detailed. It was a couple years long. Uh, so it's not something that was quickly done. Right. Um, and through that, uh, they um, were going to go over how that happened. But essentially, the end result was uh, Mark Scapey, who is on the Moon Area School Board, is still sitting on the school board currently. So we need to remember that for the upcoming election. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Beaver County, or I'm sorry, Blackhawk School District over in Beaver County. Um, their superintendent, Dr. Robert Poshupak, was fired, um, but he has announced in a news article that he plans to appeal, which we're going to address that later on, too. Um but he does still currently hold a position at Western Beaver County School District. So, which is a crazy superintendent. Correct. So I, it, the fact that he was even working these two schools at the same time, I'm, I, superintendents are extremely busy. I don't know how you could have two schools that you're superintendent at right. um, contracted out with both. So anyway, so we'll start with, we're going to start with Mark Scapey first because um, he kind of, from the ethics commission report, he kind of was the initiator of contacting a lot of the different people. So we'll start with him. So his son is uh, Vincent Scapey. Um, and he, uh, he wanted a job for his son at the Blackhawk School District as a gym teacher. Okay. So 
through connections, uh, he got in actually through the solicitor of Blackhawk, who used to be the solicitor of Moon, um, got them in contact with each other. He was the go-solicitors. We love them. And this is in the Ethics Commission uh, report. This is this is not me speculating. This is written in black and white. So um, the solicitor was kind of the go-between, connected them to, um, and Vincent Scapey was going for the gym uh, gym teacher job at Blackhawk, and the only open position at Moon Area was a long-term substitute position for Jenna Postupak, which is Dr. Robert Postupak's daughter. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it gets a little like uh, going back and forth, but um, I want to go over the manipulation tactics that they used. Um, so Scapey was going to um, the uh, school principal, the superintendent, and he was trying to say, hey, you need to hire Jenna Postupak. Well, at the time, the principal uh, with the open position for the long-term substitute had somebody in mind. Her last name was Bennett. Um, said she's a better fit. She's been with the school district for uh, a while. She's substituted for us many times. And, you know, she really felt she was a better fit. Right. That's who she was advocating to get into that position. Mm -hmm. So the superintendent at the time, uh, last name was Milanovich. Um, she was told by Scapey uh, that she needs to hire Jenna Poshupak. And in this ethics commission report, Milanovic stated that she felt based on prior interactions that she had no choice but to hire Jenna. Um, so that's concerning in itself because right. what prior interactions is this board member doing to intimidate or influence, harass? I don't know, but I, I feel like that the whole bullying system about getting what people want in the school system needs to be addressed. I'm and sorry. I'm not, I'm going to just stop you right there because yeah. that is super concerning to me. And especially, and I, you know, I'm going to bring this to light just because from an outsider perspective, I mean, until I read all these documents, I had no idea the story even happened. Okay. But you're, that superintendent Milanovic is a, is a female. Correct. And the board member who was manipulating her is a male. And I'm just mm -hmm. putting that out there. I'm I'm just saying because I'm just saying. But that's that's concerning to me where he feels like he can manipulate her. Is it because she's a female? Like, is it because she he sensed that she was, you know, vulnerable to to manipulation? Like that just these types of things that that really stood out to me when you just said that. So I'm gonna let it's you almost continue. like a narcissistic like Correct. trait, right? Yeah. So I mean, who knows what what their interaction was, but I think that should be investigated in itself. Absolutely. Because we're talking about a school board member that is influencing decisions um to benefit himself, which is mm -hmm. benefit his son. I mean, his son has a salary, he still holds that job. Right. Um so you know we need to address that because I mean, obviously, I mean, how many times have we heard, oh, you got to know somebody to get hired or, you know, I can't speak up because I'm afraid to lose my job. I mean, especially over COVID, we heard that with the, the masking, I don't, or the gender stuff. I don't agree with it, but I can't speak up because I'm going to lose my job. Right. Like we shouldn't be afraid to speak up. And, um, you know, it, it's in the fact that that's even a question, if they speak up, if they don't feel something's right and they're going to lose their job that that's not a, that's a hostile work environment. Right. So, so anyway, so yeah, so Vincent, or I'm sorry. So, um, Mark Scapey convinced, um, them to hire Jenna Poshupak, even though there was somebody else that was more, 
better suited for the job. Right. So, you know, are we doing a disservice to the kids um, by having her in there? You know, could there have been a better teacher to bring up the scores for, for the school district, the testing right. scores? Um, the kicker of this one is, is that that was a temporary position. Mm -hmm. And uh, the deal behind the scenes was that Jenna was to get a permanent position. So, um, in fact, Postupac called the solicitor and was complaining about it. Um, and how we know this, it was in the ethics commission with phone records. Okay. So, so yeah, so Poshapak was complaining that Jenna didn't get the full-time position. So Scapey set it up to have the vote to then create a full-time position for Jenna Poshapak to have. Of course. Yes. Now she's a full-time permanent position. Again, that brings up the question to me, if I was, uh, Misty Bennett was her name. If I was Misty, I would be like, maybe or any of the other candidates that they overlooked mm -hmm. I'm like maybe I should contact an attorney because I missed out on a salary I missed out on um you know they paid for Jenna to take her classes at Pitt for her master's like she missed out on that and and yes. it was a couple years ago that this started so and essentially a full-time position that didn't exist when she was a sub correct yeah correct mm -hmm. so that was kind of the this what happened at uh um, keep wanting to say Blackhawk, not Blackhawk at Moon Area School District. That's how Jenna Poshapak got in. Um, Scapey kind of pulled the strings, influenced uh, the superintendent to uh, present this candidate. Um, and again, when the candidate gets presented to the board, they think that they went through all the proper channels of right. interviews, um, you know, that this is who the principal wants, the superintendent. They felt that they were the best candidate that uh, was um, brought forward to them. So that's why it's just like we were saying, it's just a rubber stamp. Like you're, right. it, it's just done at that point. Mm -hmm. So, um, so then we go to Robert Poshapak and how he influenced the hiring of Mark Scapey's son, Vincent, for the gym teacher position. At Blackhawk. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know it gets a little like back and forth because <laughs> it's, it's like, like a little bit of a soap opera. It is. It is. I think, yeah, we should like reenact it. <laughs> it should be like an after school special. So, um, so anyway, so Dr. Robert Poshupak, um, through the solicitor and connecting him with the Moon Area School Board, uh, member Mark uh, Scapey, uh, you know, they made that deal, you know, you hire my kid. Um, but my Poshupak was adamant his daughter gets a permanent position and he agreed that he would hire Scapey's son, Vincent. Mm -hmm. So Vincent was, um, went and applied, mm -hmm. um, did not pass the first round of interviews. Uh, they didn't want him. Uh, he didn't fit what they were looking for. He had outdated information that he was presenting to them, uh, for nutrition. So the personnel committee did not pass him through the first round. There were other people that went, there were 13 candidates wow. that went through the first round mm -hmm. or 13 candidates. Yeah. So Vincent Scapu did not make it to the second one. So again, we have a potential amount of teachers that could sue <laughs> right. for, yeah, for, I mean, civilly sue these people for what, what happened. Um, so Vincent, so what happened is, is how the manipulation happened with Dr. Robert Postupak is um, he found out that the personnel committee didn't push Vincent Scapey through. He's like, oh, I made this deal. I got to make sure it gets moved forward. Mm -hmm. So he then contacts the principal um, at Black Hawk that was hiring the gym teacher 
and said, um, you know, you need to put him back on the interview list. And she was under the impression that 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 was okay because, you know, again, one side's not talking to the other and there's no communication. So maybe there needs to be more communication right? uh, or this all done out in the open, Um, you know? So, so he convinced the principal to come in and bring him in an an interview um, and essentially was influencing them to keep pushing him through to the next round of the third round. Um, and at the very end of it, um, after they, you know, went through all their candidates, um, what was presented to the board were two people, uh, Vincent Scapey was one, uh, and another gentleman, and there were two open positions. So again, it's just a rubber stamp moment at that point. There you go. Rubber stamp it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got your two candidates for the two open positions and they manipulated it to get it that way. Correct. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. again, it's just. I want people to understand that, you know, people are like, oh, how can this corruption exist? How do people not know? Well, these people who do this are super manipulative. They know how to work people. I mean, I can, you know, you're in those positions because you, you know how to speak to the public, right? You know how to handle different types of situations and personalities. Um, so, and they have their connections. They knew, They know who they have to go talk to in order to get things done. So um, I just don't want people to think as a whole, the school's corrupt or that principal was, or this person was, or that, but, you know, when somebody's pulling the strings behind the scenes, sometimes you don't even know, realize what happened until it's done. Right. And, and we, as a public would never even know what we see on the board minutes or in the board agenda is two candidates, two open positions, and what we feel was the proper process to bring these candidates to a vote. That's what we see as the public. So, Mm -hmm. you know, unless somebody has a little tip where obviously an anonymous person filed this ethics report, which was great. And then we filed some right to know's to get additional information. Um, I know you did as well um, for this particular situation. But if we didn't have like a little tidbit that this was going on, Um, you know, would anybody ever have even filed a report? Will we ever even know this information? I mean, this stuff probably happens all the time. In fact, I'm looking in my own like mind as you're talking, I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. all the things that I know about my district. And I'm like, wow, like there's definitely some stuff going on, but I don't, I don't have an ethics commission report that I can be like, yes, this is definitely happening. I mean, you might, you can go on the ethicscommission.gov. And I mean, I have in the video uh, that I think we'll link up at the end that I made about this, it it goes into more detail. You can see the screenshots. Um, I put all the links so you can go read the ethics commission and you can look anybody else up that might have a report on there. So if you know somebody that you, that did, or you're curious, you just throw their name in there and and find it. Yeah. But uh, you were telling me about a story when you were going to get hired as a teacher Yes. So yeah. it's funny when um, I, so I in, initially got a teaching job right out of college um, at a, a large district, but I was about 45 minutes away from my house. And so when I was there for a few years, I knew I always wanted to move back to the area where I was from. And so um, I knew that there was an opening for a biology teacher um, at the district where I, I graduated from. And my dad happened to know the principal and he's the one who said, Hey, have your daughter apply. Okay. 
So I did, I went through all the proper, you know, uh, procedures to apply for that position. And my dad called me the one day and said that this principal had asked him, who does your family know on the board? And I was like, what? Like, we didn't know. I mean, if we knew anyone, I was not going to do anything, contact anyone or like try to make any kind of deal. Like I, so I walked away. I didn't, I didn't want that job just because I was like, this is so shady. I, and I ended up getting a job at, you know, where we live now. Um, I ended up getting a job in that district, but that didn't have any kind of weird backdoor deals that, you know, (laughs) well, and I'm not. And so like, I think a lot of people be like, well, it happens all the time. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to saying like, if, if posture pack and scapey just told their kids, Hey, there's an opening. I found, I mean, you're in the same industry, right? You're right. You're in the same circles. You're going to know about job openings. Like I have no problem if they gave them a heads up and said, Hey, just letting you know, there's an open position. I know you're looking. Why don't you go and apply? I mean, that's fine. I don't think there's anything that would be, you know, violating any type of ethics there because right. as long as we're going through, but when you're pulling strings behind the scenes, to try to get somebody hired mm-hmm. um, or you're overlooking really good candidates. I mean, you're doing a disservice to the school, to the, the coworkers, to their peers, to the students and to the to students. The you're not getting the best possible candidate in front of those kids. And you're paying a lot of money. And I, so, so I think personally, I think that they both should be responsible for the salaries and pay those because that, you know, they benefited financially Mm -hmm. off of hiring their kids right so you know it's just I I kind of I really feel like that they should pay that back but their punishment which is the kicker of all this um so scapey being the board member got fined 750 Mm dollars and a slap on the wrist and pretty much don't do it again right um and then I'll go into what else they got found in the ethics commission too um but Pashapak same thing he got 750 fine uh he's um the board did not the ethics commission did not recommend to fire him he was fired after the school board did their due diligence and followed the letter of the law and found that he violated the moral code of the position and and they fired him so but yeah 750 bucks again he still holds his superintendent position at western uh beaver county which Mm -hmm. i think there should be a million right to nose of them now yeah seriously (laughs) Yeah, for financials. And I will say they both of them got in trouble for not reporting accurate financial interest statements. So they both had to report amended ones. Um, And I think that's so you're not reporting your financial statements accurately. You're making backdoor deals. There's they shouldn't even be in education or touching it at all or anything with tax dollar money. Yeah, they should be disqualified from ever sitting on a board of directors for a school district or being superintendent of a, of a district out. Like that's just, yeah, it's it's on the wrist. Don't do it again. (laughs) Yeah. And I have, I have, there was um, a situation. So in my school district um, and listen, these, these people don't like me very much. (laughs) They're going to, if they find out, I mentioned their name. Oh, I guarantee you they, they love to threaten to sue people. And, you know, they, they've already, you know, they're not uh people you really want to mess with, I guess we'll say again, it's like that almost like these school districts are like a mafia feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yeah, they, um, at one point he was a 
school uh the school school director super uh president on the board at Elizabeth Forward um and at the time he was here if I remember correctly he was also in trouble because when he was the financial officer at West Mifflin School District he was caught uh stealing stuff from the baseball team um or was that Wilkinsburg I don't know there was Wilkinsburg West Mifflin EF um he was in a lawsuit um from with people from Connellsville, <laughs> like there's, and now he's still the superintendent at uh, River Valley, right? So, which is in, in Indiana County. But there, like, you can look at the news articles. His name's Phil Martell. Um, in fact, I made a video about all of that, and they weren't too happy about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they, um, and, and the reason why I even started down that rabbit hole, and this is kind of where we're leading into the posture pack and scapey, is that when the masking happened with my kids, um, my daughter ref was refusing to wear it. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just, the harassment that parents told me that happened in that school from teachers and administrators, and especially from the principal, which is Phil Martell's wife. <laughs> um, it was just, I, I just, it like broke my heart because you're entrusting these people for the best interest and to respect their rights. Right. And um, the last straw was they were going to give my daughter in school suspension. So I was like, mm, I'm done. We're, we're going. But mm -hmm. it just leads to the fact that they work on certain people in districts work on using intimidation tactics and harassment to get things done in what they want and to continue to hold those positions. Right. Um, I think it's crazy. Just like Martel is holding another superintendent job. I mean, literally you can Google his name and there's news article after news article. He was caught double dipping. He was for travel expenses. I mean, he shouldn't be anywhere near a school no. district. No. But yet he's still holding that position. Just like Posture Pack and um, Escapee still holding their respective positions in the school school districts or school, you know, school arena, education right. arena is just, is beyond me. I, I don't understand it's mind boggling. But, yeah. The big concern though, I think with Dr. Robert Poshupak is um, there was a news article, um, Beaver Radio Times, Beaver County Radio Times. Um, it's in that video. There's a link to it. Um, he talked about, he wants to appeal it. Mm. Um, so that to me, this was a, what happened His the offenses that happened were criminal. Yeah. Like I, I don't want, you know, people might say, oh, it's just him trading favors. No, no, no. What he did was actually criminal and punishable by jail time and, you know, $10,000 fine. Like, um, so this is not something to take lightly is right. essentially what I'm trying to say. So he wants to appeal based on that the school board was using, um, illegally using the ethics commission's findings. And because the ethics commission didn't recommend filing criminal charges, um, he's saying that he should still hold his position at Blackhawk. So that leads me to another thing. Just because he's not charged, the ethics commission said he's not charged does not mean the police cannot like, will not charge him. Right. Like, there's that potential out there. Right. I know there was a news article, um, about Mark Scapey that said that they were still invest, police were investigating it. So, um, that leaves it open for, more tax dollar money fighting possibly civil lawsuits, criminal charges. So if, if that board gets flipped 
I think you have a great board at Blackhawk. There were two people that voted to keep him on, uh, which was Rachel Klein and Dan Jones. Maybe mm-hmm. vote them out and find somebody yeah. to replace them. Right. Um, the rest of them, they fought and they stood up. And I um I give them a lot of respect, especially with everything they're dealing with. I mean, they they get slandered, they get called names, they they get really, I, I mean, it's it's devastating that people are so mean when they're yeah. really just trying to do what what these people took oaths for the law and doing the best for their community and their students. Exactly. And that's what's so sad. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you do the right thing, if you're trying to do the right thing, it's almost like you get attacked even more than if you're doing the wrong thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's so important to emphasize that, you know, there is future liability of like tax dollars going to fight to defend their actions. And you just said it not only with just legal issues, but like with, you know, law enforcement and that kind of thing. But like if these people who lost out on their jobs ever decided to file a civil suit, the evidence is all there in black and white. You know, especially they, now that this is completed, it's done. Right. Um, both, both of them, Scapey and Poshupak, both signed consent agreements, essentially admitting guilt of saying, yes, I agree to everything the commission found. I'm signing it. I signed to my punishment. Um, and again, I, I personally, if I were those people, I'd be contacting an attorney. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would, especially coming to find this out and, you know, you know, who knows, like, did they, were they unable to find more employment after that? Uh, like right. what kind of issues did they run into that financially set them back? I, I would absolutely be looking into the possibility of suing them oh. civilly. Yeah. I mean, especially after all this, this report came out, I mean, you know, we could always speculate, we can always speculate, well, so-and-so got this job because so-and-so is blah, 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 blah. That, there's always a speculation, but this right here is confirmed corruption. This is not speculation. So I think that that's the difference. And I mean, honestly, to me, I don't, am not an attorney, but I would think that this was an open and shut case. Mm-hmm. And so you got like this and who's going to pay the bill? Who's going to pay the bill if they do taxpayers. sue the taxpayers, the people who live in those districts? So what a shame, right? That yeah. they this, yeah. there really is no accountability on their part. It really is just going to fall on the taxpayers. Yeah. And this is even going out to Western Beaver County. I mean, you know, you still have him on as a superintendent. Um, you know, if he's having to have legal fees, uh, you know, because he's still in the educational world and there's still a solicitor. So he's still ha- going to have to consult that solicitor. Mm-hmm. If he, even though it's a different school district, he's still going to have to use that solicitor for consultation for what happened at Blackhawk. Right. So, you know, and it, it's just, it's crazy to me. And I will say Blackhawk, they got rid of that solicitor. They have a new one in there that seems to be doing wonders. Right. Um, they also have, um, uh, they got rid of the PSBA. They're no longer members of that. Oh, that's amazing. Which is great. Yeah. I, I'm telling you what, this black hole, this, how I felt about you guys with uh, how forward moving you were and how I thought, you know, you guys had such a great thing going on. This is like how I feel about the Black Hawk School Board. That's- I feel like they really have something that could lead the way for other people. Um, and again, right now they have the majority. I think we need to keep it that way. Um, and even though I don't live in the school district, I'm not, I still think it's important that the message gets out there and people really know what happened because, you know, people hear it in the news. It's like a, a minute segment. Right. Hey, they hired each other's kids. But when you read that ethics commission, 
the amount of like narcissism and manipulative manipulative tactics that are involved in order for this to happen, I would not want those people making decisions for my kids. No, of the curriculum coming in of, of especially now what's going on, you know, for a buck, what would they do? Like, you know, <laughs> they're offered a, Hey, we're going to give your school this donation, bring in this new agenda. Okay. No problem. Yep. You know what I mean? They're self-serving. And when you're in that position, it should not be self-serving. Exactly. So, yeah. So I they're think public that's servants, they are the servants, they are mm-hmm. elected public servants. And so they need to be, um, you know, taking that seriously. And obviously, yeah. you know, these people hold these positions, unfortunately, for um, their own agendas, which yeah. is sad. Um, yeah. We always like to end with some encouragement um, for parents and stakeholders, taxpayers. I think it's really important that we exposed all this, you know, again, there's probably who knows how much corruption going on in all the different districts across the state. And so you might be asking like, why is it important that we're like exposing this one? It's because we need to get the right people doing the right things in these elected positions. So that's number one, right, Stacy? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also want to encourage you, Stacy, we came to us, we filed a right to know on, you know, our, our citizens advisor, Pennsylvania, we filed a right to know to get some of the financial records, the amended financial records. Um, so we have been gathering our own evidence in this as well. And Stacy, I know you filed some right to knows. We want to encourage people. If you have, you know, any inkling that it, this file right to know is for these public records, if you want to expose something, you know, uh, you think that something's going on, use your right as a citizen to find out. Yeah. And I, and I think what your group, your organization is doing is great. Um, you know, to become a member, it's not that expensive. Uh, it's pretty affordable and you guys help people who are afraid to file right to know, not sure how to word it, not sure how to ask it. All, all you have to do is email citizens advisory and say, this is the issue. This is the school district. This is what I want to know. And they will reach out to you there. Everybody is easily, you know, you can easily converse with you guys. Um, you know, it's not, we're not talking about language above our head. You know, it's, right. it's very smooth, smooth, uh, smooth conversation that happens. And yeah, you just give you the information. You guys file the right to know, and you guys help the people after too. So people get these right to knows back and don't know what to do with them. Your mm-hmm. organization is able to say, okay, hey, we have a legal issue going on here. We need to file more right to knows further investigate and they will keep you up to date. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's great. Like I, we definitely need that. We need some central, you know, centrally located um, information that keeps all this data and all these right to knows because then if it happens at this school district and we all know they're all connected, right? Just like the solicitors are all connected because they're all coming from all these big law firms and, you know, don't tell me they don't talk. We can't prove that, but I mean, come on, like exactly. you know, hey, school districts doing this. Um, and they're, they're representing five, six, 10 different school districts at once, which, mm-hmm. is, which is crazy. Cause obviously you, I mean, you're human, you're going to influence each of those decisions of right. how you, so anyway, so yeah, I think it's important to have that information and collectively have it because then if you start to notice patterns, I mean, that's, that's huge. We, we need patterns 
Mm-hmm. So this school district happened. This is why I wanted citizen mm-hmm. advisory to address it. But even though it happened over in, uh, you know, Beaver County over in Western Pennsylvania, uh, you know, it would be great if the whole state knew what happened. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And so that's where I think it's important for, even though I don't live in the districts, I'm not a taxpayer at Blackhawk, but I think it's important that I, we still get the message out. Absolutely. And there, and that's the thing, like when, when we have these types of things going on and, and not just with corruption, but you know, we're getting a ton of, you know, emails about flags, the, the nice different flags that are flying above the American flag in these districts. We're getting a lot of, of things like that. You know, we will, we'll do whatever it takes to, you know, make it right. And so, um, it's important. Like you can just go to our website, citizensadvisorypa.com, and you can file a citizen's report. If you have something that's going on that you're just not really sure what the next steps are. And like Stacy said, when you get the right to know back, we do read through the findings and we will, you know, basically give you next steps. Like we'll say, we'll, we'll give you some, some direction and we'll say, you know, it's up to you, but this is what we advise you to do if, if possible. And, um, and you can take it from there, but that's, that's kind of the magic. That's really our bread and butter. That is our product that we put out to people as our citizens reports. We help them get to the bottom of things and then we give them, you know, some direction to take, because I know for me as a parent three years ago, I had no idea what to do. I, I just knew that there were some things that I was not happy with. I had no clue what to do or how to handle it. I did not even know. Here I am admitting, I did not even know what a right to know was. Okay. So this is, you know, and, this is really well, important. And, right. <laughs> well, and that's where I think, especially, um, you're giving the public the transparency that they are begging for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're able to, you know, they're like, my district is a little difficult to get information from. I have to fight them tooth and nail. Um, you know, they'll give me information, which I'm like, come on, you, you know, there's two emails when this is something I knew that went on for years. Like right. I know there's more to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great to have a, a group to be able to look to, to help you through that process. Um, and like the one school block, a uh, school board member at block Blackhawk, um, she just read, um, I love it. Like I give her mad credit for what she did because she's really standing up and, um, you know, all the, the pornography stuff in the libraries, you know, right. people don't believe it's in there, but we need board members that are not afraid to, she literally had someone pick it off the library shelf and read from it. And I mean, they, they were trying to shut her down, but she actually said the public deserves to know. And we need more school board members that are not afraid to stand up and say the public deserves to know. So 100%. And that's where I think that should be like the hashtag for everybody running. The public deserves to know. So it's just, again, we need school board members in there. We need parents and taxpayers that are more invested in finding out, even if it's to, you know, you find nothing, just even letting the school know that there are people and multiple people in the district looking that are um, paying attention. Correct. We'll keep them, you know, more on the straight, straight line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's just, it's just more involvement. And I know it's time consuming. We all work, we have kids. There's, you know, there's a lot yep. going on, but this is, especially with the election coming up, um, you know, we have more control over what happens in our local boards 
than we do anywhere else. So I think it's extremely important that we find the right candidates, talk to them, message them on social media, meet with, ask to meet with them in person to sit down and really get that one-on-one with them. Because, you know, we say members of your community. Yes. Yes. They're paying tax dollars just as much as you are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might not agree on everything, but you got to find, you got to find the common ground. And if, if it's transparency for your kids, and even though you agree with maybe what's in the schools, you should still want the transparency because there's going to come a point in time where you don't agree with it. Right. And you want board members in there that's saying, you know what? Okay. You're a taxpayer. You're asking for this information. I'm going to figure it out for you. Mm-hmm. I will tell you when in a couple of the other board members, I mean, they dug through these books. They didn't have to do that. No, you know, they have a policy in place that parents can opt their kids out. Um, but what parent has the time to read all this? Like this board, yeah did that work for the parents, which is amazing. That is amazing. I, I, the people that are speaking out against this board, um, you know, there's people mad about the posture pack firing. There's people mad that, you know, they're calling out these books and they, they want to make a difference and have things change. Like people are mad about this and I don't understand why, (laughs) like they just want transparency. They, you know, so I, I was watching the video from the last school board meeting and the one parent was upset about the investigation in the books it was because of wasting tax dollar money. It's like, but you just wasted tax dollars paying somebody that didn't deserve the position at Blackhawk. <laughs> right. But, but you're worried more about investigation that could be harmful to the kids. And, and, you know, with sexuality and having, you know, reading about incest and rape and at young 14 years old, you're worried about tax dollars being spent on investigating that, but not right. worried about... <laughs> you know, paying a teacher that wasn't deserved of the position. So yeah. it's, I, I think anybody should want somebody in that wants transparency in that open community. hundred percent. That's a winning argument. That's a winning. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Um, thank you again, Stacey. This was oh, yeah. so interesting, such a fun conversation. Um, and just thanks for like, you know, caring enough to expose something that's not even in your own district. And I, you know, we really appreciate the work that you do. We're going to link a couple of Stacy's videos in the uh, show notes of this. So um, you can go ahead and watch for more detail, and maybe more info on the soap opera, um, <laughs> which will be fun. Um, but you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, Citizens Advisory PA. And um, don't forget to like, subscribe, share our, our podcast. And just a reminder that um, you can listen now wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you usually listen, Spotify, Apple, um, Amazon. Um, and so, you know, if you found this one, this conversation interesting, please go ahead and share it um, with someone who might like to listen to. Again, thank you so much, Stacey, for joining us. Thank you, Jess. Bye.